Good afternoon and welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. How is everybody doing on this Monday? I am super excited, ecstatic, to the moon about this show. I am really happy just to be here. You are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key out of Newton. And as always, brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar Grill. Christie's Cafe, and a local grounds coffee company. I am not going to have a guest on the show today. In fact, I will not have any guests on all week. I'm still doing training down at Fort Stewart. So I actually was supposed to come home for three days to call the Columbus Rapids, but we did receive word late Thursday night that the Columbus Rapids games were canceled And I have a few thoughts about that. I did express my feelings on Friday's show on how I feel about stepping down as the announcer for the Rapids. It was a very tough decision. Many of you know that that's what I'm known for. I had a fun time last year. It was a great season. And I've really gotten to know all the players, both on the men and women's team. I enjoyed doing the coach's show at El Carrizo restaurant last year with head coach Miguel Galindo of the women's team and head coach Eddie Miranda of the men's team. I really enjoyed doing the podcast that Matt Austin and I started up called Columbus Rapids weekly. It later would just be the off the walls Rapids podcast that we do on Tuesday nights at Ivy park. And I appreciate Lee snow as a producer and what he has done, and the general manager for the Columbus Rapids, Warren Fundavestazen. But I just feel, with everything that's been going on, and this weekend was very tough, that the remaining six games in the season, it is really going to be hard for me to try to do those games with the conflicts that I have coming up, especially since I cleared my schedule for three straight days, and now those games are going to be rescheduled and I don't think that I'm going to be able to have any time in my schedule to do these games it's also hard calling games by yourself I do hope whoever they get as the announcer of the Columbus Rapids is passionate about soccer I'm willing to help them out as much as I can I'm willing to give them the knowledge that I have gained over the past year with the Columbus Rapids, but I think it's time for me to move on. I think this is the right decision. Yes, I'm going to miss the Rapids, and I would like to come back and fill in once in a while, but it's definitely something that I can't commit to full-time. Right now in my broadcasting career, I just want to do part-time. I want to fill in when I'm needed. I think that that's what I'm able to do. I'd like to do broadcasting on my own terms. Doing this podcast five days a week on this radio station is my own terms. And I'm hoping to get the guest lineups coming up next week. I'm excited because next week, March the 20th, I'm going to have DJ Jones on. I'm really excited about that. I'm hoping to have John Nelson on from GPB Sports. We're going to recap 
the high school basketball state playoffs. Oh, man, Sandy Creek. I will get into Sandy Creek and their first ever state basketball championship. I mean, even those great teams that had Jabari Smith Jr. never won a state championship. This is great for Sandy Creek. Winning a football championship and now winning a basketball championship. Congratulations to Sandy Creek. The tournament is set. The 68-team field is set. I hope that you filled out your bracket. I haven't because I don't have access to a printer. The selection of 68 teams have been set, and I already filled out my bracket. I'm going to share it with you today here on the show. You know, Rod gave me a shout-out on his show last Friday. That was really awesome of you, Rod. Thank you so much. Friday was fun. I actually was in the studio at WQEE for the first time ever, and actually the first time in three years that I actually was in a radio station going live doing my show, and it was a lot of fun. I had a blast with Ryan O'Neill, the producer and the host of Rhino Radio Penitentiary in the mornings from 7 to 10. And that was just great. Thrift Behringer called in on the show. He had a very busy weekend. He was calling junior high all-star showcase teams. And don't forget that him and DJ Jones are going to be hosting the third annual Saymark Foundation Basketball Luncheon Awards at the St. Luke's Ministry Center on Thursday, March the 16th at 11.30 in the morning. Going to honor a lot of great kids from high schools, junior highs, all over the Fountain City that have done incredible things this basketball season. And, you know, this basketball season is just getting started. There is a lot to cover on this show, including the Alabama Crimson Tide getting the overall number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Kennesaw State, the lone representative in the state of Georgia, gets the 14th seed, and they will take on Xavier this Friday up in Greensboro, North Carolina. And I actually... Got on StubHub to try to see how much tickets are. Even though I'm still working up until Friday, if they could beat Xavier, which I've got them beating Xavier. Yes, I'm such a fan of the Kennesaw State Owls. I got them beating Xavier and making it to the second round. They're going to be playing on Sunday. And if they do play on Sunday, I'm going to try to find a way to make it up to Greensboro because I would love to attend a Kennesaw State game and I know that the Kennesaw State faithful are going to make that trip up to Greensboro, North Carolina. And we do have just a bunch of stuff to cover here on the show. I'm going to try to do this show maybe 20 to 30 minutes. I'm not going to have a guest today because, of course, I'm still doing military training at Fort Stewart. Got to leave Fort Stewart, and I actually came back to LaGrange for a day. And so I was able to get into the studio live on Friday, but I'm back at Fort Stewart all the way up until Friday. So I will not have a guest this week. So this show is going to run about 20 to 30 minutes, and then we will have some best of shows. But we do have a very fun show, so let's get right into it. The Alabama Crimson Tide, after beating Texas A&M in the SEC championship game, they have the overall number one seed. Now, with this being said, can the Alabama Crimson Tide win an NCAA championship in basketball? They've obviously done it in football many times with Nick Saban. They are a dynasty in football. But what Nate Oates has done as the Alabama head coach, 
29 and 5. They had the most wins in program history. They are the number one seed. They will play on Thursday. I'm looking at the bracket right now. I think their toughest task, if they get to the Sweet 16 and they have to face Virginia, Virginia is battle-tested. Tony Bennett, great head coach. Virginia is a defensive team. But I've got Furman upsetting Virginia in the first round. So I think that Alabama has an easy path to the Elite Eight. Alabama will take on the 16th seed A&M Corpus Christi or Southeast Missouri State, who won the Ohio Valley Conference. A lot of firsts here in this NCAA tournament. The Furman Paladins making it to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1980. Howard making it to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1992. And, of course, Kennesaw State. The team four years ago went 1-28 under head coach Amir Abdurrahim's first season, and they stuck with him. Kennesaw State having an incredible season, winning the Atlantic Sun title and getting a 14th seed. And they're, even though taking on a tough Xavier team, I think they match up well with Xavier. And I think they could win just like when Mercer beat Duke in 2014. The Atlantic Sun has had a history of upsets in this NCAA tournament. Remember Florida Gulf Coast a couple of years ago? And Liberty as well. I think that Kennesaw State could do it. Well, let's go ahead and break down this bracket because it's very fascinating. Your number one seeds, Alabama, Houston, Kansas, and Purdue. Now, Houston was the overall number two seed, and I think they're going to struggle. I think that there is a chance, because with the injury to Sasser, they lost to Memphis in the American Conference Championship. I think the Houston Cougars are vulnerable, especially if Auburn finds a way to beat Iowa in that first-round matchup. Remember, it's a home game. For Auburn, they're playing in Birmingham. Auburn is just that type of team that they play very good defense. Bruce Pearl is going to have his boys ready, but they just don't shoot. They they can't find any shooters. Where's the shooters on the Auburn Tigers? If they squeak by Iowa, I really like that matchup against Houston in the second round. First of all, it's going to be in Birmingham. That is a major home court advantage for the Auburn Tigers. And Houston still might not have Sasser. Think about that. A lot of intriguing matchups. I think that Kansas could go back-to-back. The first team since the Florida Gators in 06 and 07 to go back-to-back. But is their path the easiest path to get to the Final Four? Especially with UCLA number two seed, but UCLA has got a key player out. You got Gonzaga, Drew Timmy. You know he is going to bring it. And Mark Few leading Gonzaga yet to another NCAA tournament. Gonzaga has made the NCAA tournament every single year since 1999. And I love that matchup between Gonzaga and UCLA, possibly in the Sweet 16. But where is the path for Kansas to make it to the Final Four? Big upset. I'm actually filled out my bracket. I'm calling it. VCU is going to upset St. Mary's. And there's always a number 12 seed that upsets a number 5 seed, sometimes multiple 12 seeds upset five seeds and Iona's going to upset UConn. Rick Pitino always gets Iona to play tough. So you're going to have a second round matchup between a 13 seed and a 12 seed. So one of those teams is going to make it to the Sweet 16. I'm banking on VCU to make it to the Sweet 16 
and take on Kansas, where Kansas will take on UCLA in the Elite Eight. I got them representing the West in the Final Four. In the Midwest, I got Texas, the number two seed, because Houston's going to lose to Auburn. I'm actually picking Houston to lose to Auburn, and I'm also picking Kent State to beat Indiana. And then Miami beats Drake, and then they will beat Kent State. And so you'll have a rematch of Miami and Auburn, the second-round matchup where Miami beat Auburn last season. And I think that Miami is going to make it back to the Elite Eight, but they lose to Texas. I have so much fun when I'm filling out the brackets. Purdue, I think they're vulnerable if they play Memphis. I know a lot of people are picking Florida Atlantic to beat Memphis in that 9-8 matchup, which I love these 9-8 matchups. They're fascinating. But Memphis got hosed again the second year in a row where Memphis is a number 8 seed. Remember last year they lost to Gonzaga, and it was a very close game. Memphis won the American Conference. I know that they were unranked and they were wobbly in the regular season, but Memphis is in this tournament for a second year in a row, and they're a number eight seed. I think that their path to the Sweet 16 would be a little bit easier if they were a number seven seed. So Memphis got hosed. Duke is a very dangerous number five team. I think that Duke could beat Purdue in the uh, Sweet 16. And I'm calling the upset. Tennessee has really faltered toward the end of the season. I think the Raging Cajuns get the 13-4 upset. Some of the key matchups I would love to see. Michigan State and USC. I'm really looking forward to that one. Kentucky and Providence. But the first four that will play on Tuesday and Wednesday. You got your battle of the number 16 seeds. But the last four in. Mississippi State taking on Pitt. In the 11th seed game. And then you also have Arizona State taking on Nevada. This should just be a fun NCAA tournament. I absolutely can't wait. Of course, when the committee makes their selection, there's always teams that get left out. And so out of all the teams that got left out, Oklahoma State, North Carolina, Rutgers, and Clemson. Which one was the most deserving to get into this tournament? Well, you know North Carolina. They are a big money grab. They got a huge fan base. North Carolina could have easily been in this tournament over NC State. A lot of people are complaining that NC State got in this tournament. But North Carolina, with Armando Baycott, even though they had a very tough season and they struggled down the stretch, remember, they... Lost to Alabama in quadruple overtime. They lose to Pitt in the ACC tournament. And there are a lot of games that could have win either way. I think one or two more wins, and I think the North Carolina Tar Heels get into this tournament. But North Carolina is poised to win the NIT. It is disappointing because North Carolina made it to the championship game last year under Hubert Davis. But North Carolina could possibly win the NIT, I think so. Oklahoma State played in a very tough Big 12 conference. Anytime you play in a tough conference, you've got to play close to perfect to get into this tournament. And and the Big 12 had eight teams. So did the SEC. There were a lot of very good teams that did not make this tournament. And I really think that the writing will be written on the wall when we get closer to to the Final Four, but you got to understand, this is 
Just a fascinating tournament. My two favorite days of sports is that Thursday and Friday when we sit down and we watch tournament games from noon all the way to 10 o'clock at night. And we don't have times just yet, but uh, later shows I will break it down and let you know what is happening. But let's talk about the Kennesaw State Owls. They make the NCAA tournament for the first time in school history. They're a number 14 seed. I know that a lot of bracket projections were projecting them to be a number 15 seed. I actually like their path a little bit easier, and I think that they could get the upset over Xavier. But how about the North Metro Atlanta area? Right now, they are the center of the basketball universe. Not only do you have the KSU Owls making it to the NCAA tournament, the Kell Longhorns and Lady Longhorns girls and boys basketball teams win the 5A state championship. Then you have Joseph Wheeler who beat Cherokee in the 7A championship for the boys. They've had multiple championships over the years. Of course, Joseph Wheeler, their most famous alumni is Sharif Abdul-Rahim, the NBA great that played for the Vancouver Grizzlies, Atlanta Hawks, and Sacramento Kings. He just so happens to be the older brother of Amir Abdul-Rahim, which is Kennesaw State's head basketball coach. Fascinating. And then, of course, Etowah made it to the Final Four. So the North Metro Atlanta area is the center of the basketball universe right now. You know, I really am excited. I watched some of those high school games on GPB Sports. And just congratulations to all the teams. That was a lot of fun in the Macon Complex. Sandy Creek, they win over Cedar Grove. They get another championship this year. They won a championship of football. They win a championship in basketball. So incredible. Congratulations to them. And congratulations to all the high schools who fought hard. And it was fun till the end. You had Brookwood getting the win over Norcross, the 7A girls. You had Alexander defeating Lee County. And then you also had Rivers Ridge getting the win over Lovejoy. The Chicago Bears trade away the number one overall draft pick to the Carolina Panthers for the ninth pick. Wide receiver DJ Moore, a second rounder in 24, a first rounder, and a third rounder in 25, or whatever it is. So they pretty much trade down. This is the smart move by the Bears. Because the last time the Bears had a high pick like this, they drafted Mitchell Trubisky. And I don't think that the Chicago Bears need to go get the best player in the draft. The Bears have a lot of holes, and they need to fill them. So yeah, trade down, get the ninth pick. You might get lucky and get a top defensive player because they are all in on Justin Fields. Hey, Calvin Ridley, reinstated by the NFL. This is good news for the Falcons. If you're a Falcons fan, you need to be rooting for Calvin Ridley this year. Because if he makes the team, the Falcons are going to get a third-round pick. They're already guaranteed a fourth-round pick. But if he makes the Pro Bowl, or if he receives for over 1,000 yards, gets significant playing time, then the Falcons are going to get a second-round pick. Brock Purdy had successful UCL surgery last week. And he will start throwing in three months. This is good news if you're a 49ers fan. 
I think that Brock Purdy will be ready in time for preseason, and he will be the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers in 2023 with Trey Lance being the backup, which means that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go to either the Raiders or the Texans. The Aaron Rodgers watch is still active. I believe he is going to go to the Jets. Head coach Robert Sala went to his house and heavily recruited to get Aaron Rodgers. Looking at the limelight and him playing in the Big Apple, kind of like how Brett Favre left the Packers and went to the Jets. But Aaron Rodgers is not Brett Favre. He does not want to be known as Brett Favre. So don't ask. We're still going to be in limbo for a while. I believe so. World Baseball Classic update. The United States fell to Mexico last night 11-5. to They did defeat Great Britain 6-2 to on Saturday. And they'll take on Canada tonight at 10 p.m. You know, I'm not a fan of these late starts. I understand it's in Phoenix. But 10 o'clock, I'm not finishing this game when I'm watching it trying to go to bed. After losing to Mexico, I just think the United States team is not a championship team. Some of the surprises in the World Baseball Classic is Venezuela, 2-0, after beating Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic. Incredible, as they are leading Pool D, as Israel is 1-0, Nicaragua 0-2. Only two teams are going to make it out of the groups. So the United States right now 1-1 in Pool C, taking on Canada. This is a must-win game. Their next two games in group play against Canada tonight, and then on Wednesday night, they're taking on Colombia. They have got to win both games to advance out of this group. No surprise that Japan is 4-0 in this tournament. Pool B, they win all their games decisively, outscoring their opponents 38-8. Absolutely incredible. And the World Baseball Classic continues... Today is right now, Korea is playing China. You got the Dominican Republic taking on Nicaragua. Colombia taking on Great Britain. Israel is taking on Puerto Rico. And of course, the United States is taking on Freddie Freeman and Canada. Yeah, you're probably wondering, why is Freddie Freeman playing for Canada? Well, World Baseball Classic rules state, if your parents were born in that country, you can play in that country. A couple years back, Alex Rodriguez played for the Dominican Republic because his parents were from the Dominican Republic. I like the rule. It gives a Freddie Freeman a chance to represent the country that his parents were born from because, you know, Freddie Freeman is Canadian. He just happened to be born in L.A. All right. So the Oscars were last night. I didn't watch. Everything, everywhere, all at once. One best picture. I was really rooting for Top Gun Maverick. That was my favorite movie probably since I went to go see movies in the theater after the pandemic. Yes, I like Top Gun Maverick better than Spider-Man No Way Home. Top Gun Maverick Top Gun Maverick might just be one of the best movies of all time. All right, well, we have the final four on The Bachelor tonight. And Columbus's own Charity Lawson is going to be doing a hometown date. I am excited. I'm going to watch this episode because this is where Columbus gets put on the map. Now, I know that Charity lives in North Carolina, but her hometown is Columbus, Georgia. Every time she does a talking head and it shows her name, age, and her hometown, it says Columbus, Georgia. 
I'm rooting for Charity Lawson. If she does not win The Bachelor, I think that she is going to be the next Bachelorette. And it really is great for the city of Columbus. And I can't wait to see them on the Riverwalk. Maybe they go to a River Dragons game. I don't know. There's just a lot to do in Columbus. I, they filmed this a while back. So I'm really excited and with anticipation rooting for Charity Lawson on The Bachelor tonight. All right, I think it's about that time to take a break. You don't want to go anywhere. We'll be right back. Active Pest Control offers the best services and prices to protect your home. Offering both monthly and quarterly pest control services, plus specific services like bed bugs, German roach, and flea control. Even if you can't see them, insects are all around you 24-7. Active Pest Control wants to be the first line of defense. Active Pest Control. Repair. Find. Best termite coverage around. Active Pest Control. 34 Jefferson Street, Noonan. 770-954-9941. Want to give back to your community in a meaningful way? Cares for Kids is a Keller Williams Realty-founded charity in which 100% of money raised goes directly to children in need in our area. Cares for Kids helps fund local organizations like Angel's House, Coweta Casa, Elevate, and more. Help Cares for Kids reach their mission of serving 1 million children. Call 678-634-9770 today to learn more on how to be involved or text K4K Noonan to 44321 to donate. This week's Property of the Week is located at 688 Cheatham Road in Griffin, Georgia. This 32.14 acre track is waiting to find its new owner. This property features a three bed, two bath home built in 1890. An 18 by 28 utility shed ran with its own power and water, fencing for horses and other livestock, and timber such as pine, oak, and pecan trees. Call 678-634-9770 for more information. All right, it's not all that great for college basketball in the North Metro Atlanta area because Josh Pastner is out as Georgia Tech's head basketball coach, which begs the question, where will Georgia Tech head next? I might make a suggestion. You know, Cal just fired Mark Fox, the former Georgia head basketball coach. You know, Mark Fox actually did a pretty decent job for the Bulldogs, led them to two NCAA tournament appearances just could not work out at Cal. Cal just does not have the resources like they did in the 90s with Jason Kidd and Lamont Murray when Todd Bozeman was their head basketball coach and they upset Duke in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, that's not the same Cal team. Of course, Sharif Abdul-Rahim played for Cal. But Mark Fox was just in over his head. I think that Mark Fox can take over at Georgia Tech. Yeah, it would tick off a lot of Georgia fans if Mark Fox became the head coach at Georgia Tech, but Georgia Tech probably needs to go in a direction where they can get somebody that could build up this program. I mean, because the talent is there. Just look at the talent in North Metro Atlanta. The talent is there to go to Georgia Tech, but they are looking at a school like Kennesaw State that makes it to the NCAA tournament, and Georgia Tech can't get anything going. So Josh Pastner is out as the head basketball coach at Tech. We just had a lot of NFL news. Still no word on Aaron Rodgers. He still has not picked a team. The Aaron Rodgers watch continues. So head coach Frank Reich 
of the former Indianapolis Colts is making moves and he's throwing some shade on the Colts. And I think the Carolina Panthers get their guy, a franchise quarterback. Frank Reich does a very good job developing quarterbacks. And now that the Saints have Derek Carr, and now that Carolina is probably going to get either Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud and a just some optimism that they could get their franchise quarterback. But look at the last time they picked a quarterback number one in the NFL draft. 2011, Cam Newton. Yes, Cam Newton did lead him to a Super Bowl. And he did win an MVP. Anyway, still going to talk NFL free agency here on this show you got Atlanta United getting the win over Charlotte FC thanks to two goals by Caleb Wiley, the teen sensation. Atlanta United is 2-1 and one on the season. Hey, Noah Windhorse for Columbus State tosses a no-hitter against North Georgia as Columbus State looking pretty good this season. The Columbus River Dragons, they drop 2-3 to the Motor City Rockers on the road. They lose Sunday night 2-1. And the River Dragons are now 33-8-4 with 96 points. You know, Carolina's only a point behind in the standings in the Continental Division. Right now, the Danbury Hattricks have taken over the top spot in the Federal Prospects Hockey League. And so the River Dragons, they have got to get some things going. They take on the Mississippi Seawolves for a three-game series at the Columbus Civic Center this weekend. Puck drop, 7.30 on Friday. And as always, you can listen to the Air Force Heating and Air pregame show with Tom Callahan before the puck drops here on the flagship station for your Columbus River Dragons, WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. So let's talk a little bit about the Columbus Rapids. So they were supposed to have a three-game series this weekend, two against the Memphis Americans and one against the Fayetteville Fury, and that did not happen. These games got postponed, and looking at the schedule, there might be some weekends that could be available. I'm optimistic. As I announced on Friday, I'm no longer the full-time announcer for the Columbus Rapids. But I don't want to leave on bad terms. I want to keep the door open to possibly fill in if they ever need me. But I really would love to see them get a full-time announcer in there. So I'm not completely committed to announcing the Rapids when I have so much other stuff going on. But I love the Columbus Rapids. I want to talk about them on this show. And I want to try to get some of the Rapids here on the podcast. I mean, that's really what I'm all about when I try to promote the brand of the Columbus Rapids. Well, to be honest with you, this is kind of a condensed show, but I actually went over uh, the, the a lot of time that I normally do when I'm actually out doing military training and I don't have a whole lot of time to do a show. So stay tuned for the best of shows. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And don't forget to like, subscribe to my Facebook channel and Twitter. I'm always on Twitter. I'm always on Facebook. Stay tuned for the best of shows here on the Sports Beat, and I hope everybody has a great rest of your day. Bye. Wishbone Fried Chicken is back in a brand new location. 31 Jackson Street, Suite A here in Noonan. Same great taste. The best chicken around. Fish dinners. Open Monday through Saturday, 1030 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
Dine in, take out, it's Wishbone Fried Chicken, right next door to their former location, bringing you the best chicken around, so great. Wishbone Fried Chicken, 31 Jackson Street, Sweet A, here in Noonan. Got mold? Call the Mold Man, specializing in crawl space and interior mold remediation, encapsulations, and basement waterproofing since 2019. The Mold Man team takes pride in keeping your family healthy and your home mold free. Visit our website, themoldmanllc.com, to schedule a quote or give us a call at 678-227-9763. Hey sports fans, it's Rod Peterson here, host of The Rod Peterson Show, inviting you to join us daily for two hours of Atlanta's funnest sports talk right here on WQEE. I say fun because it is. You've never heard a show like it because we make the listeners a part of the show. Every day between noon and 2 p.m. Eastern, you'll hear plenty of the best sports talk, including the latest on the Falcons, the Braves, and more. And who knows, you might even hear you. That's the Rod Peterson Show, daily at noon, right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. Hey, sports fans. Weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern to 5 p.m. Eastern. Drive time. WQEE. Braves Country is a Southern sports talk show with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. That's Braves Country with Mac McGee and the Armchair Quarterbacks. Weekdays, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., right here on WQEE 99.1 FM. You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, this is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.